When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome back to Realistic Sustainability's Educational Shorts. Sometimes my kids ask a few questions when I'm doing these recordings, and recently, this was one of them. Hey, Dad, where do you get electricity from? Well, Addison, that's a good question. A lot of people don't know where energy comes from. Well, it primarily comes from our electric plants, and they use a lot of different sources. So this week, let's talk about some of the sources they use to create or induce electricity for our homes. Most of those are going to be broken into three different categories. Are they obsolete sources, which not a lot of people like it when you say obsolete, but it is what it is. There's also renewable sources and clean sources. Keep in mind, these don't always equate to good or bad. Obsolete can still be useful, and clean sources can still have problems. So when you look at obsolete sources, we'll start there. These are sources that will never be 100% gone, but are slowly declining to a point in which they will not be a main source of energy in the United States. These sources are usually finite. They're a hard job for humans to do, and an unhealthy job for people to do. Create emissions in the collection, and... When you use or burn these sources, they have a lot of emissions. These are sources like oil, natural gas, coal. I'm pretty sure you knew that before I even started. But they're always energy negative. The amount of energy it takes to collect them, move them, and then use them is always way more energy than what they can create. So these ones, these ones slowly dwindle until we only use them when we absolutely have to. Then there's renewables. A lot of times we thought, hey, renewables, those are great, aren't they? Sometimes. Sometimes they're not so good. Renewables are like biofuels, wood, hydroelectric, advanced geothermal, hydrogen fuel, or just simply incinerating trash or using thermal energy from burning something other than fossil fuels. These are items that we can always make more, but they use land or other resources. They, they still have limits. A good example was when we started using corn as fuel. That means we had to grow more corn. And if we didn't, the price of everything that had corn went up. These usually still have to be burnt in most cases, other than, of course, advanced geothermal and hydro. But they still have resources being put into them and all the emissions that go with them. And that burning releases the emissions also. So we have to keep in mind that renewable doesn't always equate to good. It can be bad too. A good rule is if you have to burn it for energy, it's probably not sustainable. The next one, or last one, is clean energy. That is also wind, tidal, photovoletic solar, solar thermal, shallow geothermal, and nuclear. Now, just because I said clean doesn't always mean good, because you heard nuclear in there. That is a clean source. It's just a very expensive steam engine. The problem is, what happens when there's an accident? It's catastrophic. When we talk about clean energy, that means 
There isn't any emissions in its use phase. Most of them have limitless sources. You're never going to run out of wind or solar or tidal. And if you do, we've got bigger problems. But then there's clean energy sources like nuclear that, that really create a disposal problem. Actually, wind has a disposal problem. What happens when the turbine is no longer useful? They tear them down and they bury the parts. That's a problem too. The last problem that you run into is inconsistent supply. So just because it's clean doesn't mean we've figured it out yet. When it comes to energy and the future of energy, emissions are the number one concern because they are the biggest problem we have on this planet right now. But the more we use technologies, the better we get at them. If we use clean technologies, we will be able to figure out the riddles that come along with it. The future of energy is likely to be a combination of several different energy collection sources connected to a smart grid. It's just going to take effort, time, and money to get us where we need to be, to where we're not harming the planet in the process of accomplishing our goals. Remember a couple of things. If you have to burn it, it's probably not sustainable. If you have to use land or resources to grow it, it's probably not sustainable. We have to learn to use free, limitless sources to build our future. Thanks for the question, Addison. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please feel free to share it. I appreciate you listening, and until next week. If you have the desire to be sustainable but are unsure of what can go in the recycling bin or you're constantly forgetting the reusable grocery bags, check out Starting Sustainability, the podcast. Don't be frustrated or confused anymore. Starting Sustainability was created to help those beginning their sustainable journey. Each week, we give ideas on simple concepts you can easily incorporate into your current lifestyle. We also share stories of what works and what doesn't, so you don't have to waste your time and money. Check out Starting Sustainability, available everywhere you listen to podcasts.